Welcome to the Weekly Warrior Podcast, where we are forging genuine human connection through fitness, health, mindset, and nutrition. Let's get to the show with your hosts, Jared Bradford, Connor Edelbrock, and Corey Mueller. What do you call uh, a book club that has been focusing on the same book for too long? Boring. Church. (laughs) Hell yeah. (laughs) That's a good one. Yeah. A couple thousand years now. Yeah, a couple thousand years. Yes, welcome to the Weekly Warrior Podcast. Back in the studio today is myself, Jared. Bradford and a good guy, Corey Mueller. Hey, great to be here with you. Thanks for joining us today for this very special episode. We had a very special episode last week as well. Yeah, we took a few weeks off. I haven't talked to you in this context, uh, uh, you know, with the camera and the lights and the audience and everything for a few weeks now. So some things have changed. And uh, yeah, you know, you know, how are those changes coming along? Uh, really good. Yeah, we had. We introduced a new pet to our household. Um, he's a weird, hairless dog, but you can't leave him outside because he cries too much. And um, he's really needy. Yeah, doesn't learn tricks. Can't shake. Can't sit. All he does kind of lays there and only only liquid <laughs> treats. <laughs> yeah, liquid treats. No, <laughs> he's been. It's been great. Uh, yeah, Barrett. Barrett Robert. You and Connor talked about him last week. Um, He's now a month old as of today. He's officially a month old. I'm just going to say, this is the fastest month of my entire life by far. It really flew by. Today is April 23rd. So he was was born March 23rd? Well, yeah, technically he was born March 25th, but it's been four weeks. This is the fourth, uh, fourth week since his birth. But yeah, for the most part, he's a pretty good little baby. Um, He sleeps you know three or four hours at a time at night and but uh we're tired because we're not really having deep sleep we talked about this today actually it's like yeah we're getting like seven hours of sleep a night but it's like you're dozing yeah i had a nap the other day that i ended up napping for almost four hours and it felt like i was transported to an alternate universe um it was like barrettless there was no barrett in the room connor had him and uh yeah, it was wild, dude. <laughs> Just gone. Yeah, I woke up and I was like, how did I feel on like eight or nine hours of sleep a night? That was great. <laughs> yeah, it's, I admit, yeah, you're never actually sleeping. You're always got like one ear open. In a way. Yeah, especially Connor. Like she's even more so. He sleeps right next to her and she's very paranoid about him. Like breathing. And mm-hmm. being alive in the night, so she's very much like one eye open and one ear, uh, one ear to him all the time. Yeah. Which I'm so thankful for her. But uh, yeah, it's been good. It's been good. And uh, things. I mean, everything has been better than expected. We expected the worst, which is why we recorded so many episodes before he was born. Our goal was to record 52 episodes. We did not get to 52 episodes but we did put a good dent in it regardless um but yeah it's uh it's good to be here right now yeah so we're talking about uh your baby you had a baby that's the big change and 
uh, four weeks ago he came into the world. Yeah. It's been very fast four weeks. God, yeah. I it felt like last week he just got here too, just from the outside looking in. Yeah. Uh, but man, oh man. Well, uh, I'm, I'm happy to see your face today. I'm happy to yeah. record this episode with you. So we're going to get into some more details. Yeah. The episode we had last week with Connor, we focused around pretty much just the birthing um, process and all that stuff. And like the first, you know, that whole experience, we didn't get too much into his time at home so yeah. far. Um, so wherever this episode takes us, you know, we'll, we'll ride with it, but I want to start, uh, in the same exact place I started with Connor. <laughs> so did you, you may have listened to the episode last week. The question yeah. I asked her was regarding his name. So I know obviously Mueller baby is a Mueller. Yeah. Uh, step one, uh, middle name is a family name. Yeah, Robert. That was my grandpa's name. He was Robert Seaver Mueller. He went by Grandpa Bob. And my dad's middle name was Robert, so Kevin Robert. And then my middle name is Robert. Um, and so it felt right. We kind of we were going back and forth about a couple family names. Mm-hmm. All of them would have been acceptable, but Robert, I don't know, Robert just felt like the right one. Mm-hmm. Um, we thought we thought about um, Walter for a little while because my great grandpa's name was Walter. Um, and so that was in the discussion, but ultimately Robert was the only choice. <laughs> Robert's very fitting. That's, that's yeah. one that's been handed down to people that are, are going to be very relevant to him. Yeah. Um, I know I, you guys were also considering uh, Joseph. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yep. For our best, our best friend, Jared, Jared, Joseph Bradford. Yeah. (laughs) Just kidding. Okay. So Robert's a family name. I thought it was cool. So how did Barrett come into fruition? Barrett was sort of just a random name that we both agreed on. I was, we were, Connor had alluded to this quite a bit. We texted each other back and forth because in October of last year, this was when a lot of the naming stuff was coming up and I was out hunting a lot. So I'd be at work or I'd be like out in the woods and actually. Um, when she, when we decided on the name Barrett, I know exactly where I was sitting on the exact day. Um, and we, I mean, seriously, we had probably traded like a hundred names back and forth and just couldn't, there was nothing. I mean, days on end with like, nah, no, no, no type thing. And, um, she said Barrett and I remember thinking like, Barrett's kind of badass. That's kind of a badass name because there. My first thought was there's a rifle company that makes a 50 caliber sniper rifle, Barrett Rifle Company, and I was like, that's pretty badass. Um, but the more I learned about the name Barrett and some of the like Germanic, uh, you know, meanings of the name, the more I, I liked it. And I've only known one person with a last name of Barrett, and it was a guy that we didn't even play rugby with him, but he was associated with the CMU rugby club mm. um and that was it we i'd never met anyone named barrett never knew anybody named barrett and that was part of the allure was like i worked with kids so finding a name that like i didn't have any association with was kind of hard and we were throwing out some like pretty weird names for a little bit just trying to find one that like there was some non-negotiables no way i'm not naming my kid gage dakota like no way there's some of these ones like nope definitely not tyler nope can't do tyler sean no way not an even an option so just some like some kids from my past life that uh but yeah barrett mm-hmm. bear was badass and um yeah we both 
thought it would be cool. Yeah. I mean, that's, I liked that you guys kept it under wraps. I think that's the best way to do it when you're probably naming a kid. Just seems, seems logical that you're not going to get anybody else's input except your own. Yeah. I was okay with sharing the name. Connor was not because me personally, I give less, I give less F's about what people think uh, and what they would have told me. And I would have told them straight up, like, if you know someone named Barrett and he was a dick, I don't really want to hear about it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, But yeah, it was really hard for me not to share the name. I'm terrible with surprises and not sharing the name was extremely difficult, but I managed to, I did let the name slip one time uh, in conversation with somebody and they were sworn to secrecy and I did tell Connor about it. So there was full disclosure and it never came up again. So (laughs) you're an honest guy. Yeah. That, um, so at what point did you like guys figure out the name? Was it, he's pretty close to his birth or was it early on? It was, yeah. I mean, like I always wanted his name to be Theodore. Theodore Robert was my like dream name. And if you guys have listened to the podcast for any amount of time, you'll know that I like Teddy Roosevelt and his initials would have been TR Teddy Roosevelt. Theodore Robert would have been fucking awesome, but, mm-hmm. um, that's okay. But yeah, uh, that's fine. I'm not I'm fine. sad. I'm yep. not sad. Barrett's great. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but it was probably like, we kind of had a loose agreement, but it really was one of those things where like, if he had popped out and he wasn't a Barrett, then we were prepared to name him something else. Um, but he came out and he he was yeah so cool. teddy was like teddy was a backup i would say it was a close second or third because we didn't really have a second choice to teddy i don't think mm-hmm. um so but yeah he was barrett and then yeah yeah but theodore I, rose or theodore robert would have been great yeah I mean, <laughs> yeah for you that would have been really cool um and it, there's so many variations of his name it took me about a week until I figured out what I was going to call him. And, you know, either Connor's like, I'm going to call him Bear. You guys call him Bear. Call him Monkey. Yeah. Barry. Um, Connor thinks yeah. Barry is an old person's name. I, I find Barry pretty funny. I think Barry's <laughs> hilarious. I'm probably going to call him Barry. When you Barry. see him, and like, that's going to be one of those things that he'll remember because he'll be like, that's, uh, that's Uncle Bones there calling me Barry. I fucking hate it. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> oh, that guy. <laughs> But oh little God. little kids need that in their lives. They yeah. need a little adversity. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. They need their ass kicked a little bit. Yeah. Um. And yeah, he's getting been getting roasted so far in his life. <laughs> you guys know Corey. I love like, the little guy. Yeah. Corey's like shared some pictures and angles and moods of this baby of his baby that are just like him really upset. Yeah. You know, crying and just pictures of well, what babies do. It's like babies only have like two emotions, right? Really upset. <laughs> Or, or like sleeping content. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, at first I was thinking like, I'm going to take a lot of sweet pictures of him. You know, he's sleeping or he's happy or whatever, but there's a flip side of it too, where you don't always just want like the highlight reel because the reality is he has days where he cries a lot and he screams and he cries and that's the re that's just the way it is mm-hmm. and i think it's important to document that too because you don't i don't think people like to share photos of their screaming child very much i don't you know what i mean like it's yeah. not like oh look at my screaming child everyone he's so cute 
But I kind of find it like, yeah, look at look at look at Barrett. He's having a hissy fit right now because he hasn't had his coffee and his breakfast isn't on time, and the service in this restaurant is terrible. So I'm gonna scream about it. You know what I, I don't know. I just find yeah. that I, I like it. <laughs> well, um, with Connor, we went into details about the lead up going into the hospital, the checking in from you guys went and had your checkup, and mm, yeah. from there you kind of were like got. <laughs> pushed into the hospital and like okay yep. we're going so when all that was going down do you remember what was going through your mind let's take it back to when you guys were checking into the hospital <laughs> you're gonna laugh my first thought when they said we were gonna have to check into the hospital after the whole like uh because we were at this point we were pretty prepared like we're a week out from the due date fine like so be it it's fine we're we're ready but my first thought was I need to go to the barber shop and get a haircut and a beard trim because I look like shit. Because <laughs> I knew there was going to be a lot of pictures taken, and I had been like trying to get into a barber shop for a few days. And uh, so when we left the hospital, that was our last stop before we went back. Was a barber shop right down the road from the hospital, and I got my head shaved and a beard trim and whatever. Mm-hmm. And um, and then we went and checked in. So it was a fun, like we always talk about having TC fun day mm-hmm. and that was like our last childless TC fun day. Yeah. And like, it was a good time. It was a good time. Shop, little food, little yeah. stuff. Walk, then... walk around in the sun a little bit. And mm-hmm. yeah, right. And then you walk up to the hospital and you're like, hi, we're here to have a baby. It was so chill. Honestly, it was really pleasant because I had like people were betting in my family on how he was going to be delivered and when, and there was a pool that stated that I was going to deliver him in the van between our house and the hospital. And I'm like, that's, that'd be epic, but I don't really want to do that. (laughs) Yeah. So like the complete opposite of that, where they told us like, Hey, go get, go home, take a nap, get your shit, come back. And then we're going to induce labor. And it's like, cool. It's chill. (laughs) It's not like, well, we think about having a baby. We're like consumed by the media and movies and stuff of like, oh my god, the baby's coming yeah. now! The and screaming, like rushing, like, and yeah, like to the, the panicking, like yes, get her on a bed, and it's you know crazy. Yep, yep. And so heads the, hanging out as she's yeah. getting on the bed. Yeah, yeah. And you guys live in Cadillac, so you'd be going to Traverse City, so that's an hour or so, forty-five minutes. 45 yeah, minutes. and yep. that's a good. Yeah, I mean, I could see that being a bet, but the, your case was way more manageable. Yeah. Yeah, it was it was interesting to hear Connor's retelling of some of the events. And I'm sure we'll talk about that a little bit because I remember some of them very differently. And I don't know that it's it's interesting to hear her perspective because she was in it and she was delivering a baby and her adrenaline was just rocking. Mm-hmm. And I was lucky enough to just be there to absorb all of it. And that was my biggest goal was just to be like really present and be really as helpful as I can and do as much as I can. Um, and I felt like she missed, she, she left out some really good nuggets that I'm hoping that I get to sprinkle in today and fill in a little bit of the, mm-hmm. of the story. But yeah, it was TC fun day and it was chill. It was exactly the way that most of our relationship has been like, it's never been dramatic. It's always been like very stable, very like, thought out you know what i mean very Mm -hmm. intentional 
And there was a lot of beauty to that. And um, it was cool to be able to kind of write that story a little bit instead of just, uh, you know, the universe writing it for you, I suppose. I guess the universe was writing it for us, but you know what I mean. Yeah. It was just more manageable. It seems yeah. like and relaxed and yeah. Yeah. Thought planned out. It was very planned out. Um, so, all right, let's go into it. You're in the hospital. She gets in the hospital room. How you feeling? Yeah. I mean, d- uh, the first like multiple hours were super chill. I mean, we hung out, watched TV. Um, they had to run tests and whatnot on her. So we were just sitting in there like watching TV, relaxing. Um, my parents brought Chick-fil-A to the hospital that night and we were in the visitor's room with them and like she was out walking around like they had just started um, inducing her. So we went out and had dinner with my parents and whatever and then went back in and we basically went to bed. Um, I had a little shitty rollout cot. Um, so for all the dads out there and I guess anyone who's going to be going and being a support person for a mother um when you go to the hospital if you have the capability for god's sake bring your own sleeping pad like like i have a a backpacking sleeping pad that it's like inflatable and whatever and i looking back on it i really wish i would have brought it because the the sleeping arrangements for the partner were fucking awful <laughs> so yeah don't forget that <laughs> did you sleep at all yeah, so we slept from like I don't know, like nine until one, um, and at one, I I wake up to her saying to Connor saying, "Hey, something's different," <laughs> and I get up and I'm I'm very groggy and tired, and I'm like, "Shit, here we go." I'm like, "What do you mean? <laughs> okay, what's different?" And she. She's like, well, I just sat on the toilet and a bunch of water came out. And I was like, oh, cool. It's begun. <laughs> like, yeah. great. Um, and all she wanted, to, I think she talked about this, but all she wanted to do was sit in the bathroom. So I rolled in a chair and we sat in the bathroom and she was really cold. So like she had multiple, I got her like all wrapped up. I got her swaddled up in blankies while she was sitting on the toilet. Mm-hmm. And then she was still cold. So I closed the door enough to where all of her monitors and shit could still, uh, the, all the wires could go out. And then I turned the shower on. Mm. So it was like a steam room in there. And um, the nursing staff would come in and be like, can we come in? And I'm like, no, <laughs> don't let all the hot air out. But yeah, I mean, we basically did that until like three when mm. she got her epidural. And then slept, we slept again to like on and off until seven. Mm. Um, yeah. And then basically... Nothing really happened. I mean, she was having contractions and whatever, and um, but my mom was in and out because we could only have one visitor the whole time. So like, mm-hmm. COVID protocols and whatever, which just ended, which is funny. It's like, oh, now then it mattered. Now it doesn't. Which is, I don't know, it's stupid. But um, so she was in and out. I was in and out doing whatever, and um, Connor was just kind of hanging out because she had had an epidural. Uh, and then at like ten thirty, I told my dad i was like hey can, let's go to the cafeteria and get some food because like things could change very quickly so we went down to the cafeteria and i got like a salad and a shitty sandwich i mean the the food was garbage um and i just hosed it down as fast as i could and then mm-hmm. li- right as i was finishing up connor texted me and she's like hey come back they said you need to come back now 
And I'm like, it's fucking game time, dude. <laughs> it go, <laughs> like, it go down. It's time to go down. <laughs> like, go down. Yeah. So that no, was my my adrenaline spiked in that moment. And I was like, I looked at my dad. I was like, all right, here we go. Like, it's time. And we had a little moment together. And I remember um, it's weird, like all of the emotions that were there. But I it the mo the the one that kept coming up was like and this was for Connor too, but um we thought we were think we were thinking about Annie a lot. Um mm. and that was hard to it was such a mix of like joy, but also a lot of sadness because Annie wasn't, you know, gonna be there with Barrett and we had a couple moments like that. And for some reason when I found out, I don't know if it was just the the rush of the emotions, but or like when I when I found out that it was time, I sat there and like I just like had a little breakdown, like two minute breakdown. And my dad, she was very much like a family dog. Mm-hmm. Everybody loved her, and my dad and I kind of had a moment. And then it was then we left, and I you know we went back and yeah. So I don't know if you want me to keep like walking through it from there, but I I got into the ho- the the hotel room, the hospital room, and it was. It was go time. Like as soon as I got in there, mm-hmm. um, nurses were r- rushing around, and um, our the nurse's name, which I heard the the joke <laughs> you guys had, Terry. Um, <laughs> Terry was in there, and bless Terry's heart, Uh-oh. she was a little weird, but she was great. She was awesome. Um, she was telling, kind of giving us the rundown and everything, and she's like, "All right, well, we're gonna start pr- doing some practice pushes." And looking back on it, they were definitely not practice pushes. They were like, "We're they fucking were going." Yeah. But the doc, like the A team, was waiting outside. The doctor was waiting outside, mm-hmm. and like a- another delivery nurse was waiting outside because they don't need to be involved in some of the early stuff. And basically, I mean, Connor was I. So I was holding her foot and then like bracing her neck. So like holding her neck and her foot, and. Um, she was pushing against me on both ends, essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was cool. Like I, I loved being able to, to provide something, you know what I mean? And, yeah. um, if I feel like I can do something well, it's be strong physically. And so like when she's pushing and she's strong as shit, so she's pushing super hard against me and Terry's like shaking over there and I'm like, I got, I got Terry's one leg and one she arm. Got, she ain't and like, <laughs> girl like Connor, lady like Connor. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, uh, so I got some, like, I could put some music on. There was a camera, a TV station that had the Bay view from the top of the hospital. So you could see the, uh, Grand Traverse Bay and some nice music on. So I put that on and that was pleasant. And the snow started to fall and it was uh it ended up being like a blizzard, which was funny, but um it was just kind of beautiful. It was all really beautiful. Mm-hmm. And I remember the whole time like just being in complete and utter amazement of Connor and the way that she was fighting through um the discomfort and like we had talked before it all went down it was like don't we're not going to go in there and scream our heads off because a lot of women go in and they scream and it's crazy and that was a big thing they taught us in our parenting class was like focus your energy into pushing not screaming like outward outwardly yelling mm-hmm. and we we focused on that a lot and man she went into full on fucking warrior mode and like zen like 
breath work and i mean you know how she breathes like when she's in a workout yeah you know what i mean it was like the same thing dude it was so fucking wild i have never been more impressed with an event more than that because she was i mean her pushes were strong and intense and like uh amazing and Mm -hmm. i a lot of people told me like don't watch the birthing process because it's like this thing like you don't want to see your wife's like you know you know lady parts get destroyed by your child and you're you know you blah blah blah. and and at first i kind of had that attitude i was like yeah i don't want to see that but then you're there and it's happening and my thought is like dude when's the next time i'm gonna get to see the birth of my child probably never so i ended up basically watching the whole thing and it was fucking amazing Mm -hmm. and um i would i would not do anything different on that end it was incredible and i felt like connor and i were really zoned in on each other we were really like relaxed and she was really good at listening to my cues about like you know we're gonna push like you you're gonna like and she'd do four pushes at a time so every push you know, it was a lot of encouragement and then like breathe, you know, rubber neck, what I mean, whatever. And then like get her ramped up to push again. And um, we just did that basically mm-hmm. until until he came out and I was, you know, telling her, all, you know, he's you can see you can see his head. It's he's full of hair like <laughs> it's full. Of, it's you. <laughs> it's not me. That's for sure. <laughs> um, but. um, And then he was out. It was dude. It was just fucking unreal yeah yeah dr dr doug there was that yeah dr doug kept things light man me and dr doug bullshitted a lot uh (laughs) like and because in between pushes connor's like recovering and i think it made it better because like me and doug were just you know shooting the breeze a little bit Mm -hmm. and um i don't even we were just making small talk about what I, i don't even remember what but that made it a lot easier just I don't know. It felt like we're out having coffee, having a baby. <laughs> mm-hmm. He's. It sounds like he had been doing it for a long time, and he's got the right attitude about oh, yeah. things, especially with people that are doing it for the first time. He's just like, yeah. this is, we got this. Yeah. You know, nothing and he, bad's going to happen. He was very helpful in, like, directing her efforts, because at first she was pushing, not the wrong way, but, like, it was inefficient. Mm-hmm. And he was able to like get her and like coach her to push properly. And it was, and and then after that, I mean, he was even like, how is this your first child? Mm-hmm. Like you guys are kicking ass. Um, but I Connor said this in her interview, but like, man, there's a lot of babies having babies out there. Us being a little bit older was, I think a lot, very beneficial. Um, mostly if nothing else, because of the mindset around all of it, like, um temporary discomfort and it's not going to be fun but like this is an amazing experience that we need to really cherish um and that right there like reframes it all because it is really uncomfortable and it is kind of gross and it is like whatever but it's also beautiful and amazing and a and sometimes a once in a lifetime experience and for some people they never get to experience it um whether by choice or because they can't and so if you get the opportunity like really just throw yourself in there. And especially as the father, um, you need to, you need to really like 
be a part of it and and uh do as much as you can because mm-hmm. uh you can't do that much <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but what you can do make can make a huge difference yeah that's really good words yeah so barrett comes out yeah uh they catch him yeah and uh you know they go through the whole process they skin to skin yeah contact first right with connor or something like that right connor? yeah she um, yep he's on her chest yeah what are your initial thoughts in that moment <laughs> i remember when he when he first like because he his head pops out and then all of a sudden all of him is out yeah. and he's like uh, out like a slither little snake. yeah he's like a little slithery snake yeah um <laughs> He's wet and like they have a interesting color because nothing's uh, what do they call it oxidizing? Mm-hmm. You know when when everything is exposed to oxygen, so his color is like weird pinky whitish color whatever. But he's crying, and I remember um, I had like I like was uh, at a loss. My I lost my breath um, because all of a sudden he was there and I was like, <gasps> like he's, he's like <laughs> been in there the whole time and now he's yeah. right there. And it was yeah. incredible. I mean, how fast it happened. But I yeah. remember one of the most one of the most amazing moments was when I came over and I was like talking to him and whatever. And I mean, I'm just like, hey, buddy, like, welcome to the world or whatever. And I had my hand like on her chest right next to him. And I, I'm sh- it's just, you know, involuntary, whatever. But he grabbed my pinky with his hand and like grasped it. Mm-hmm. And um, I just that was um, that was like just crazy it was so fucking crazy um because for a i was like he's my son is strong Mm -hmm. he's a strong boy he's got a good grip and b it's like this is my son um and for a long time it like he was in there and whatever and but then you know he's he doesn't feel real until he's really there it's hard to describe. It's really hard to describe, but um it was like I was just immediately in love with him and I wanted to just be with him and take him in and um obviously like again this is one of those things like you kind of you have to understand your place. Like Connor and him need to spend that time figuring out breastfeeding and I can do like my big thing like I was taking pictures. I was um, you know, w- once he was out, like they were doing stuff and messing around, like getting measurements and whatever. And I was helping with that. Um, just doing whatever I could. So I wasn't in the way. And I also was, uh, you know, a part of the process. Um, so after that first hour, I got much more involved. I was able to help. I took him over to the table where they were measuring him and weighing him and, you know, doing the footprints and this and that. And, I helped clean him up and put Vaseline or lotion or whatever on his eyes and all that type of stuff. And, um, but I also could have just sat there and not done anything. Mm-hmm. Um, but I felt the, like I wanted to do something. Um, and those are the things that I could do. And then, yeah, I mean, we, we just kind of hung out and I got to have some skin to skin with him. And obviously there's a lot of stuff going on around you. Um, so I didn't get that long with him, but that was okay. Cause they needed him to do other stuff, but I made myself useful by like, we're going to pack up all our shit. And we had a lot of shit because we brought in, we brought in water and food and we had Lego sets in there and like whatever. Um, and I, 
was just loading all our stuff onto a cart because we were moving to another room. And that was like my job, like get everything organized, move everything, like do all of that because that's, I mean, in that moment, that's what I can do. Yeah. Man, a lot to unpack there. Yeah. So once things, I mean, I imagine, there, like you said, there's a lot of things going on, even though you're trying to share these special moments. Connor described it as kind of being in like a bubble. She felt like she was in a bubble with you. Yeah. Even though there was like madness going around, mm-hmm. going on around you guys. Did you feel that way? Um, I felt, yeah, for the most part, I was pretty involved, like talking to the nursing staff and whatever. Um, And they were great because they were like, they even said like, man, that was that was beautiful. Like the snow in the background, the music playing, like they were really impressed with how we worked as a team, like her, me and Connor. Um, and you know, it, it felt busy, but it wasn't bad. It wasn't Mm -hmm. like, um, you know how it gets when you're, when it's anxious, busy, it It was just like, yeah, like things were like, things were getting cleaned up. Connor was getting stitched up. Uh, they were taking Barrett and doing stuff with him and, you know, just stuff that has to happen. And, uh, but none of it felt intrusive and none of it felt like get, get the fuck out. Like we need to just, it very much felt like we were alone, but surrounded by all these people. Yeah. As things start to settle down, you guys move rooms into like, um, you guys stayed overnight. He, yeah, he was first night. Yeah, he was born at twelve thirty p.m. ish, right? Yeah, twelve fifteen. Twelve fifteen. So you guys stayed the whole day, and one more night, you got let out the next morning. As things settled down, um, you know what started to creep in for you guys or for you, um, as far as thoughts, feelings, emotions, anything, things. Nothing. To do. I mean, I, I felt pretty good. Like I know the the big thing was like rest, um, for Connor and him um rest as much as possible because at that point he's not really like pooping in his diaper yet and stuff like that so like get him to sleep snuggle with him get him to feed stuff like that um and let connor rest and uh eat stuff you know just basic like basic self-care shit essentially Mm -hmm. I i took a shower um you know we brushed our teeth stuff like that but um Nothing felt urgent. It was like my mom came in and held him for a while. And, you know, he's basically just wrapped up like a burrito hanging out. And he was sleeping, I mean, pretty much the entire time. Mm-hmm. Um, but the night, that night, again, this bed was worse. It wasn't even a bed. It was a fucking like shitty futon. So that, I, bar- I barely slept the second night anyway and not because of him. He slept most of the night. But I was just thinking about this today. The first night, looking back on it, was so surreal because we didn't have a clue, really, what we were doing. Like, we did because we had the parenting classes, mm-hmm. but it's so different when you actually get in the moment. And I remember, like, the first – I got to change his diaper, the first diaper change, and that was, like – I mean, I, nobody's going to say that was cool, but I thought it was cool. Like, I get, I'm doing the first diaper change. I think that's that was cool. But – um calming him down and like hearing his little cute cry and you know whatever mm-hmm. um but none of it felt i don't know it just felt very natural all of a sudden and i think like that's what we're wired to do 
And I, I've, I've had a lot of friends that have had kids. I've had my, like my brother has had kids and, um, kids have always felt kind of like you, I don't know. It's hard to describe now. Cause I, now that I have my own, but like you look at someone else's kid and you know that you can always give them back and they're not yours. And there's not that like really deep feeling of like, I don't know. I'm not even sure how to describe it. I really don't know how to describe it. But when Barrett that first night, like if he was crying, I mean, it wasn't an annoyance. It wasn't frustrating. It was just like, this is my son and I'm going to take care of him. We're going to take care of him. Mm-hmm. Um, it's hard. It's a really hard feeling that just it's unconditional love and desire to, to nurture your young. I think that's just animalistic nature and that's all we are too we have these uh, big brains that try to think and feel too much but at the end of the day like we're animals and we raise our young and that's and we have and we'll do anything to to make sure that that happens mm-hmm. good words mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. um what was the hardest Moving ahead now, what was the hardest thing about transitioning to home? Yeah, the first night home was rough. The first night home was by far the worst that we've had with him. Um, the first, so it's I, it's their second night that on the on the earth, living whatever out of the womb. Mm-hmm. Um, apparently, they do this thing called cluster feeding, where they wake up like every forty five minutes. So basically, you wake up, feed them they barely go back to sleep and then they're ready to eat again. And the there's been that, that one, there was that first night that we were home. It was great to be home. It was really, really nice to be home, but it was awful. Um, and we have tried to have a really good attitude about everything, but I remember that being the only night so far, the only time so far where I've been like, I'm ready to punt this mother out the window. Cause he just would not shut up. And as soon as he was done eating, he was right back at screaming. <laughs> he yeah. was either eating or screaming. And you're like, and, what uh, did we do? Yeah, that was kind of what it was. I was like, oh, my God. What the fuck? Um, but every night since, you know, he's like, he's been great. He's actually been, like I said, everything's been better than expected. And we kind of knew the second night was going to be like that. Um, but you don't know until you do it. Mm-hmm. Um, and now it just kind of feel it's just it's crazy how quickly you can adapt to this because now it's just kind of like yeah I mean it is what it is and um you just <laughs> you just deal with it yeah. you know what I mean it's not like a it's not even like a big deal anymore yeah. he's a baby he needs things and you have to do them <laughs> yeah. What's been the best part about taking him home? Is there a best moment or just a best thing that you guys do to take yeah. care of him or watch him do or anything? One of my favorite things right now is um, Connor spends most of the night with him. So she wakes up and feeds him because she's breastfeeding. Um, but I wake up and take him out of the room like between six and seven. And so like he'll have just have eaten and I'll change his diaper and like whatever. And then we, we go out into the living room and like have time basically. And I like to have him awake. So I try to keep him awake for an hour or two if I can, but he'll play on the floor on his, he's got like a mat with 
stuff that hangs down from it's like a little Fisher Price thing with a yeah, piano on the they kick he kicks it whatever I mean it's a tummy time thing um so I'll sit I'll hang out with him on the floor and we'll like we watch Mandalorian together and mm. shit like that you know like I have him I sit him uh facing the TV like on my chest and I hold him there mm-hmm. and he's just kind of like bah! Bah! Just try to <laughs> take it all in, but he—I mean, yeah—he's obviously everything's not. a kaleidoscope. Yeah, <laughs> but that's fun because he's—he's not like unhappy. He's just kind of—he'll make—he makes noises and he coos and you know whatever. And I like that. I, I enjoy that time with him. Um, that's probably been my favorite part because a lot of it's like changing the diaper again for the twentieth time today, mm-hmm. and you know whatever. It's a lot of and the days go by so fast. Like holy shit. Before you know it, the day is over, um, and it's time to do it all again. But that like seven to ten o'clock in the morning period is probably my favorite time of the day, um, and I I really enjoy that. Um, so, and there was one day like I had him out in the gym with me or out in the garage, and I worked out. He was, I put him in his car seat because that's the only mobile thing we have to sit him in right now. Mm-hmm. So I put him in his car seat and just like put him on the the stairs, and he hung out with me out in the garage. That was cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's that's been my that's my favorite. When he was kind of awake and you know, looking around a little more and he's starting to see a little bit more, you can tell he's processing a little as he's starting to yeah, he's becoming a little more aware. And while it's like you look back on it and how fast it goes, because we just brought him home, it feels like. And the dude was a little freaking monkey, tiny little thing, and now he's already packing on the pounds, and it's kind of like I get what people say now, like it goes so fast and you just got to enjoy it because even in the worst of times, like I read a quote and I think about this all the time because it helps me center myself, but imagine you're from the future and you get to spend one more day with your baby the way he is right now. Mm -hmm. And that changes your mindset when he's fussy and screaming and whatever, because there, I mean, my mom says this all the time about me and my brother. Like, I wish you were tiny again because I never there was there was a day where it was my last day that I got to hold you, mm-hmm. type thing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And as a parent, I get that now. I really do. There's gonna be a day where it's the last day that I get to lay the I dude. I lay these big smacking kisses on his face right now, like big nasty wet beard kisses. And there's gonna come a day where I probably don't get to do that anymore. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I, you know, just stuff like that, like learn to really enjoy that shit. Yeah. And it's, yeah, it's special. Yeah. Appreciate the moment. Yeah. Um, what's been the coolest thing about watching Connor and Barrett interact? Coolest thing she's done. Best thing, you know, anything notable. I think her just being a mother, she had a lot of, she had, she doubted herself a lot. Um, when we were talking about having kids, she was like, I just have never had a motherly feeling, you know, whatever. And I remember thinking like, this sounds dumb, but I remember watching her with Annie and how she treated Annie. Mm -hmm. I knew, I knew she was going to be a good mom. Yeah. And, uh, it's been wonderful to see. Yeah. She, I think, I think what you alluded to before was 
until it's like in front of you, you don't get it. Like you don't feel it. Like right as he was born, you were saying something like he was just inside of her and now he's here in the world. And it's like this totally different thing. It's really like somebody hits a light switch. Yeah. And I think not feeling a motherly instinct or a fatherly instinct or thinking you can't do it. I think it literally is that light switch. And once you see him um, or it could apply to different things, but you know, bridging a gap here is that once he's they're actually in front of you instincts mm-hmm. and love take over yep yeah. and that never leaves i think even if your kid's a fuck up um you're still gonna love him mm-hmm. and that i mean you hear that shit all the time but god forbid i hope barrett's not that way he won't be that way if i have anything to say about it which i do um but it's a it, it is you don't get it until it happens mm-hmm. and i even as like you know being a a dog dad like annie was as close to being a child as it could get for mm-hmm. me um it's not the same <laughs> it's not yeah. the same yeah. um this is your flesh and blood that you created with somebody else but uh yeah pretty it's it's pretty amazing yeah thank you for sharing that as you look forward, no, I'm not going to go forward. We're going we're gonna to stay where we're at right now. The last question that I asked Connor, because we're, we're going to have more episodes about this as you yeah, it's going to be around. Yeah. You're going to be a mom and dad for a long time uh, for the rest of your lives. So <laughs> <laughs> we're going to yes. have more episodes. And One uh, day, maybe Barrett will be on the podcast. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, that'd be fucking wild. Um, you know, we'll have more content episodes about raising him and different things that come yeah. up, all sorts of different stuff. So we, re- I really want to keep it focused around, you know, the hospital and his birthing story and the first initial experience at home. So yep. the last ep- uh, question I asked Connor last week was, "What is one moment that you think you're going to take with you um, for the rest of your life about this hospital experience, birth, uh, first experiences at home up until this point, one month old? What is something that you think moment?" just enjoy it um all all of it it's hard to it's hard to pinpoint like one particular moment because there's been so many good ones but like really in this stage of his life like everything is memorable and nothing is memorable you change a shit ton of diapers he eats multiple times a day like it's the same routine but like um enjoy all of that mm-hmm. Because even though it's mundane and not memorable in a lot of ways, that's the type of shit like that you're going to wish someday you could do again. You're going to wish you could hold your newborn in your arms again and you never get to. They're only like the way they are right now today. They're never going to be like that again. Um, Don't wish that time away because it's gone very quickly. I mean, a month. I, I know that this year. And probably that's how it's going to be like every year from now on is going to go so quickly. Um, and I'm okay with that, but that's where like, I know we're not talking about the future, but every day matters. And especially now, like when we have a kid, it's a whole new meaning to like, your time is limited to make the most of it. Um, and I, like, we've had to learn that, like get a workout in when you can 
do do like even like get your chores done while you can but also like do the shit that you really care about um because the time becomes very limited mm-hmm. and enjoy it yeah. that's bit like that's the last month i've just tried to enjoy and there's been moments where i've been pissed off like dude shut the hell up stop crying <laughs> but uh you know that's also human instinct though too I yeah, think it's it's human. You can't. You got to forgive yourself and just be like, all right, let's get back on track. Because it's yeah, human. There's emotion, moments I, when he does that and he won't shut up. I just like because he really he doesn't really like pacifiers, but he loves fingers. So I'll just shove my pinky in his mouth and he's happy. <laughs> I'm like, God, just here, take my finger, shut up. <laughs> weird, yeah. It's all about it's yeah. Um. All right. Well, I'm gonna let you finish with any detail that you might have still want to mention. Yeah. You mentioned earlier there's some things you wanted to sprinkle in. I don't know if we touched on them. If you want to go, yeah, back we to did. That, yep, um, or, or whatever you want to leave with. Here's an opportunity. Yeah, I think like for people who are thinking about having kids, uh, really think through that because it is a life changing experience. But it is your you your brain changes as soon as that little guy, little girl is is born. Um, life becomes very different, but it also brings a lot of things into focus. And there's a, there's a pretty significant beauty to that. Mm -hmm. So enjoy the process and, you know, raise good fucking kids because we need that more than anything right now. (laughs) Yeah. We need good kids, strong kids. And be like, be, uh, be generous with yourself right at first. I've, you know, I've managed to get workouts in every week since he's been born. I was in the gym like two days after he was born. It was one of my worst workouts ever. But give yourself a little bit of leeway and, you know, um, but also take care of yourself because they're relying on you as well. Yeah. Again, good words. Yeah, you were. You've been consistent with um, being in the gym. And I know this because we, we follow yeah. each other pretty close. So. Um, yeah, you're my coach. It doesn't need to be the best, but it just needs to be done. Yeah. So, yeah, man, this is great. Well, thank you for sharing uh, your side of the story. We have Connor's side of the story in our, our yeah. previous episode, which this has been really cool back to back. Like I said, we're going to, this is, there's Pandora's box once a baby comes into the world as far as for sure. know, talking about it and good parenting and bringing up upbringing. So, Thank you for sharing. I appreciate yeah, it. I told Connor this was last fun. week to, you know, that it's, it takes a lot to be vulnerable with, with some of this stuff. So appreciate you. Yeah. Thank you. I appreciate you talking about it with us. Of course. That's what we do. All right. Well, let's put a bow on it. Uh, wrap the burrito, put it to bed, put a finger in it. Uh, <laughs> we'll be back next week at the Weekly Warrior Podcast. Until then, uh, for John, and we like meat. We like meat.